Cairo Radio was paid a fee to air the following program. All information discussed on the following program is for general information purposes only and does not constitute legal advice or create an attorney-client relationship. Prior to acting on any legal matter, you should seek legal advice from a qualified legal attorney who can evaluate your situation and advise you accordingly. Welcome to Your Partner in Law on Seattle's Cairo Radio 97.3 FM and AM 770 KTTH. Your Partner in Law is brought to you in part by the law firm Gregorick & Associates PLLC. Charting your course to a secure future. Your Partner in Law starts now. Here's your host, Rick Gregorick. And good morning and welcome to Your Partner in Law, brought to you by the law firm of Gregorick & Associates every Sunday morning for a very long time. Anyhow, good morning, folks. Uh, Glad to have you with us. Uh, A lot of folks out there running this uh, marathon for Seattle, which has got quite a barricade set up for the traffic. Why why didn't you run the marathon this morning, Rick? (laughs) Because I'm here. You could have done it ahead of time. You know, I I was going to You could have done it and then stopped in here and then finished. Yeah, okay. I could have, but I won't. <laughs> I have other things to do. Anyhow, um, beautiful day out there today. Looks like it's going to be great. And hey, folks, I wanted to just uh, let you know we do have some space left at our upcoming event here uh, this uh, Wednesday, this coming Wednesday, which is the 12th of June. And our real retirement event is going to be in Bothell. We haven't been in Bothell for a long time, so thought we'd uh, come up that way for a little bit. So uh, please do join us. You can go to yourpartnerinlaw.com, click on events and get your tickets. There are some left for Wednesday's class. I'd really encourage you to come. We're going to be oh, going to be talking about all kinds of stuff, but it's really an integrated estate planning um, event. We're going to compare and contrast elder law, estate planning. We'll talk about common mistakes and most importantly, some of the things that you need to consider in how do you develop your estate plan? Because there is no estate plan for everyone. Everyone needs the same names of documents, if you will, like a will or a power of attorney. But what those documents say is what is important, not the name of the document. I hear so oftentimes, oh, I have a will. And then we'll read the will and then We ask the person what it says, and they say, well, that's not what I want. (laughs) And usually that disconnect is because that will's 10, 15, 20 years old, and most folks don't even remember the goals and objectives they had 20 years ago. And because we all change. Scott, um, you were a young man at one time. Uh, I still am. Oh, you still are. I still am. I was trying to kind of get that little in there. No, I was was a young man. And and, and your attitudes, let's say when you're in college— your attitudes towards what your estate planning would have been had you done any at the time would have been very different than today. Yeah. No, and, and there's, you know, we talk a lot on the show about life events and life events that can trigger the need to either, well, you should have a plan in place, but trigger the need to change your plan. I mean, you know, for instance, like you say, when, when I was in college and just like you, didn't have an estate plan, never even thought about it. But the reality is, is that, um, you know, I could have easily been injured in an accident. I could have gotten sick. Um, and, and who would have been my decision maker, uh, for me? And, and, you know, logically my parents would have been, but it would have made sense to have an estate plan in place so that that's all very clear, all well-defined. Then in the mid twenties, I got married, you know, like we all do. And then in the mid forties, I got divorced like we, all, <laughs> like we all do. And, uh, you know, those, those are, those are changes. In, well, it's in a life. pretty common scenario in life if we figure that, you know, 95 and a half million adult Americans out of 350 million total, 95 million are in blended families. Yeah. And, and that sounds like half of the adult population. And that's another, you know, obviously, you know, for those of you that are our regular listeners, blended families are a, a, a really, really heightened need for estate planning because there's just so many uh, potential issues that can arise with blended families. You know, and, and you know, backing up a little bit in the life uh progression. You know, you get married, you have kids. That's another time. You need to make sure you have your estate planning in place as well. So those are those are all, you know, big triggering events. Well, Scott, you mentioned one thing on the younger plan. folks when they have their, um, when you start having children. You know, one of the saddest things that we experience in our firm is if there is a catastrophe in a young family and the child is, you know, orphaned at a young age and so rarely have people done any planning. 
And you can really end up with an ugly guardianship over the children. You can, you All can, out of loving grandparents or brothers and sisters or whatever from you know his side and her side, let's say. And they're always fighting. And you get involved in some of this, Scott, and because this can be devastating, especially to the kids. And, and you know, here's here's kind of a good you know example of the type of situation that can come along. Let's say that that you know young couple um, pass away in auto accident and children survive. And you've got, you know, grandma and grandpa on both sides of the family coming in and who they, they may have very, very different views. They may not like each other. They may not have liked the other child. Well, there could be religious differences, religious cultural differences. differences, race differences. Exactly. I mean, in today's society, when we say blended, we really mean blended. <laughs> yeah. And so, so they can end up being, you know, battling over who – is going to be in charge of the funds for those children uh, and who is going to be the uh, decision maker for those children. Yeah, where they're going to live. And that's the kind of thing that you know you as, as a young couple should have in place. You should have that type of planning in place so that your desire is ultimately uh, realized when you're not here to talk about your desire. Well, Scott, when we talk to young couples, um, this is one of the toughest decisions. I think, you know, as a young adult, when you first have children, you start having to make some, I guess, for lack of a better term, some very grown-up decisions. And one of the grown-up decisions that isn't made very often, because the question is rarely asked of themselves, but, um, you know, folks out there for your children and grandchildren, you know, they need that have, and if they have children, this is just a responsibility, I think, for adults who are parents, regardless of their age, um, to make plans for what if the probability of younger people dying is less than older people. However, the probability of physical disabilities through accidents and things of that nature are extremely heightened up until we're in our 40s. And then some people even keep riding bikes and things oh, yeah, and well into their do. 40s and they lots fall. Lots of high-risk stuff. And lots of high-risk activities. No, like, like skydiving. Which and skydiving, bungee jumping, yeah. Windsurfing, you name it, no, you know, base diving. There you go. That, that's safe. I haven't yeah. tried that yet. That sounds fun, though. Yeah, we'll have to talk about. That. <laughs> I don't think that's in your so, job so, description. You know, you know, we were having we were having a conversation, you know, water cooler conversation the other day about insurance, and and that on your you know your life spectrum, you know, when you're younger, because because resources aren't as available, you you would likely choose term life insurance, sure. whereas when you get older. You know, it makes a lot more economic sense to start looking at other options for for life insurance policies, yeah, more, more permanent insurance, more permanent insurance, because you have you have as you get older, you have more resources and stuff. So, you know, your estate planning, your financial planning, your insurance choices are all different as your life progresses along. It it, it all. Changes. Yeah, they evolve. I mean, as we age and evolve, things change. We, generally speaking, are acquiring assets, building relationships, having children, purchasing a great deal of you know durable goods, if you will, purchasing homes, an awful lot going on in young adulthood and early um, adulthood. And one of the things that we'd like to get into that mix more and more, and we've been trying this now for I think about approaching nineteen years on the radio up here in Seattle. And, you know, we really want to, you know, continue to beat the drum of how important it is for people of all ages, 18 to whenever, however old you might get. I always, Scott, I have a funny story of a, you know, a client that um, came in to see me a number of years ago. And um, I, I just like to call him Dapper Dan for today. But uh, he showed up in a sport coat and shirt and tie and he had on one of those little hats with the snap down front and he was all dandied up, if you will, Sunday best. And he comes into the office and he sits down and he's 96 years old. And um, he's got a cane, but he's he's doing he's walking really well. He drove himself to the office and no cognitive impairment or anything of that nature, sharp as an attack. And he said, um, I think I should get a will. And I said, oh, and kind of being a little bit of a smart aleck, <laughs> I said, What's the rush? <laughs> Why now? <laughs> Why now? What's the rush? And he said, "Well, maybe I am too early," and I, because he he thought it was a serious question at first. He said, "Well, you know, everyone in my family lives to be a hundred or over. Should I just wait a few more years?" <laughs> and I said, "No, let's not push fate." Now he was also still married, 
to his wife of 60-some-odd years, and she, too, is 95 or 6 years old. Um, we did end up doing, you know, their estate planning for them. And, you know, I guess, you know, I hate to say it, but, you know, not too terribly long within the next year, the wife did have some medical episodes. I think she had a stroke. And um, I remember getting a call from him and, you know, saying, oh, thank God we got this done and got everything in place because he really wanted to make sure that their daughter was legally involved. I mean, he understood his age. I guess this was a sharp man. Mm-hmm. And he kind of realized that, you know, if something does happen, especially to my wife, I'm probably not in a good position to help her. And so, you know, really a very, very mature attitude, maybe 50 years too late. <laughs> yeah. And, 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 you know, listeners out there, don't, don't let this be an impediment. One of, you know, we talk a lot on the show about reasons people don't do their estate planning. And one of them is there is a, a somewhat fatalistic attitude about doing estate planning because a lot of people are like, well, if I do the estate planning, it's, it's like bringing about my death. Yeah, if I do my will, I'm going to die. Yeah, I, I and, mean, and this is real, guys. I mean, this is not – this is one of the, the, the top – and I don't know like, exactly oh, what it is. Oh, it's right up there. But it's way up on the list of reasons people don't the, do their estate The older estate you planning. get, the more that starts creeping into people's yeah. heads. And people who have deferred their estate planning until their latter 70s or 80s, they are fa- – you, know, you know, when you get at that age, we are facing our mortality. We all know it's around the corner. And I think that, you know, so many folks have discussed this with me, and you know, and it's, and I think when we discuss it, it comes out, well, of course, this is illogical. Yeah. The, the piece of paper is going to have absolutely nothing to do with your health and things that may happen to you. So we just need to yeah, do so that. So don't let this, don't let this story, well, take the good confirm your incorrect logic. There you go. <laughs> hey, folks, we're going to take a quick break and then uh, open the phone lines at 888-973-5476, 5476 Get your rate online. We'd love to chat with you this morning. We'll be right back. My dad would always say the three worst words in the English language were shoulda, coulda, and woulda. So many people with retirement right around the corner or in the middle of it have the shoulda, coulda, wouldas facing them. They're not proactive. You didn't take care of the will. You didn't take care of the trust. They didn't do what was needed to do when it came to real estate and taxes. So right now, let's avoid the shoulda, coulda, wouldas and call Rick Gregorick. Rick Gregorick is my estate planner. I sat down with Rick, explained my situation. He walked me through all the different variables, whether it was a trust or a charitable trust, real estate or taxes. It is so complicated. You've got to rely on an expert like Rick, who is so kind and knowledgeable about all of it. So be proactive. Take control of your life now. You can schedule a complimentary consultation at yourpartnerinlaw.com. You can also listen to Rick's show, Your Partner in Law, every Sunday morning at 9 on Cairo and KTTH. Your Partner in Law with Rick Gregorick, my estate planner, yourpartnerinlaw.com. One of the biggest mistakes you can make heading into retirement is not planning for the high cost of an extended health care situation. A lot of people assume they have enough money saved only to watch everything they've worked hard for get whittled down to nothing from the ongoing costs of a long-term care situation. Don't make this mistake. By putting a long-term care plan in place, you guarantee yourself a source of funds to pay for care when needed, and you also know you won't become a burden on your family. Do what my wife and I did. Go learn all about the new long-term care plans offered by 525 Advisors. These new plans protect your savings, protect your family, and pay your estate back if you never use them. Learn more by attending one of the upcoming classes taught by Brian Ott, who's the host of Long-Term Care Radio right here on Cairo. There are classes coming up this month, Saturday the 15th and Friday the 21st. Seating's limited, so sign up today at 525longtermcare.com. Classes are free. You'll get a free copy of Brian's book, too. Go to 525longtermcare.com. How do you avoid the most common mistakes in estate and elder law planning? Well, that is easy. You attend Real Retirement Wednesday night in Bothell. Hey, it's John Curley with my attorney, Rick Gregorick, host of Your Partner-in-Law. Hey, Rick, you're headed up north. John, we're excited to take our Real Retirement class to Bothell for the first time. So if you live up north or on the east side, join me and learn how to develop proper wills, trust, 
powers of attorney, health care directives, tax planning, senior housing, IRAs, 401ks, your investments, and how to tie it all together. It's complicated stuff that you make really easy. It's all about protecting yourself and your family. Our goal is your peace of mind. So don't put it off. Be proactive and have a plan and peace of mind. Attend Rick's class this Wednesday at 7 o'clock in Bothell. Seating is limited, so make your reservations now. Go to yourpartnerinlaw.com. That's yourpartnerinlaw.com. Register now at yourpartnerinlaw.com. Now back to Your Partner in Law with Rick Gregorick on Cairo Radio 97.3 FM and AM 770 KTTH. That's what we all need in life, a little satisfaction. Mm-hmm. Okay, wherever that comes from. Hey, folks, so you've kind of heard the commercials. We talked a little bit at the first of the break, but just in case you uh, missed it, uh, Real Retirement, our class is coming up Wednesday the 12th. Please join us. It's at the Country Inn and Suites in Bothell, 7 o'clock this next Wednesday. Get your tickets, yourpartnerinlaw.com, and love to see you. Make sure you introduce yourself when you come out. We Scott and Ted and I will be there, and we really enjoy meeting all you folks. And um, it's just an evening of learning. No credit cards. No, We're not going to sell you anything. It's a class. Think of this as a class. It is a learning experience. We want to give you information to help you make proper decisions for your own personal family and business situation if you happen to be a business owner. How do you handle your assets? And we're going to talk especially about some new laws that are been you know happening regarding your retirement accounts and we're also going to give you a peek under the tent of what might be coming and what's likely coming in some rather significant changes to our retirement planning that's going to impact uh, most of us and so we'll um, we'll get that we'll have some updated information for you on that because it's um for all of us, it's going to give us some changes, I think, in some of our thought processes relative to how our IRAs and 401ks are passed down through the generations. We're going to see, I think, it looks fairly probable that we'll see some restrictions. Um, right now, uh, if your child inherits your IRA properly, they can stretch that out over their life expectancy. We are anticipating that to change. And there and this could is, this is to generate this is generates more this generates more tax dollars yep. for the government, of course. So it's always a tax motive, but they're very they're look, likely considering changing that stretch out to either a five or five. ten year stretch out. Yep. Um, the ten year stretch out, I believe, has passed the House already, and that vote was overwhelming, folks. You know this divided Congress we have, and they can't agree on anything. Well, they agreed on this. 417 to 3. So I'm not sure where the other three people were, maybe, but um, pretty much almost unanimous across the aisle. Um, and, the, and the logic is there's, there's, the logic is twofold. There's probably more, but the logic is, is twofold. One, it's going to generate revenue for the government. The other is to get the money into the economy as well. Yeah. I mean, it's, for all intents and purposes, this is you know, tax legislation. The motivation is, in fact, to get more dollars, you know, out of these retirement accounts paying taxes. So it's a tax hike in a, you know, kind of cloaked. I'd uh, call it a tax acceleration. Well, acceleration, that's yeah. good. I like that too. The, the uh, government's always got its foot on the pedal, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. More taxes, Scotty. I need more taxes. Oh, boy. We always need more taxes. The answer to everything, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but anyhow, it's going to be a great event. And what we really want to talk about, you know, is – the most common mistakes are really just the blinding flash of the obvious. And, you know, clearly at the very top of the list for, you know, planning mistakes, well, the biggest mistake is not to plan. You know, people just wait. We all wait too long. Folks, this has to get up your priority list. It's got to get up there with the new TV. You know, you will you will spend hours researching Every technical aspect of that new OLED, high-tech, 4K, 5K TV and know every pixel and knob on it and what it can do. 
put half of that effort into your estate plan and you'll have a great estate plan. And you just have to think about that. Folks, if you want to contact us um, through our website, yourpartnerinlaw.com, um, ask the attorney there. If you'd like to get a copy of our organizer, our life plan organizer, it's a really great tool to help you kind of start focusing in on the people involved in your plan. I call that the who's, the who's of your plan. And then we have the assets of your plan, and we need to know the different types of assets. You know, a person with a $1 million estate could have a very, you know, two people with a $1 million estate would end up possibly with a very, very different estate plan depending on what the million dollars owned. Was it real estate? Was it an investment account? Was it a retirement account? Is it their business? You can see they're all millionaires. They all have $1 million, but very, very different estate plans are going to come out of that. Some are single, some are married, some have children, some are divorced, some are widowed. All these different things that go on and on and on, but waiting too long. Well, too long is tomorrow. I mean, we should all be thinking about our estate planning today and probably every day, not to a neurotic standpoint, but to understand that planning is a process. It's not an event. It's something that the younger we get started, the better we're going to get at it. We're going to become more skilled at planning. Yeah, I mean, think we, of that, we Scott. Have, when we, you do your first plan, you're kind of, you know, an ignorant. Yeah, it becomes a lot easier. And we have a really good process for getting people going and getting you know, away from their procrastination to actually finally facing up. You know, we, we, we've got the life plan organizer. We've got the classes. We have uh, free initial consultations for most estate planning. You know, so we've got a lot of different things that will help you get off of that line. Well, and best of all, they get and, to come and, meet us. And get on it. How fun is that? Mm-hmm. I don't know if I enjoy meeting the clients more, but I, I really do because we meet such a wide swath well, in, of people. In, it's really fun, actually. And these, you know, these classes, yes, it's it. Well, let's face it; it's a little bit of an inconvenience. A Wednesday night, going out, spending a couple hours, seven to roughly nine o'clock, and going out and sitting in a class. I mean, it's not necessarily what you want to do. You'd rather be, you know, streaming some sort of television show or watching a sporting event, most likely. Yep. But it's a very, very well worthwhile two-hour event. And, and people really, really, really enjoy it, actually. They get, and you can always get, TiVo your sport event, yeah, right? That's so, correct. There you and, go. But we always get really, really good feedback. We always get really good feedback. People really do enjoy these classes. They learn a lot. They're pretty excited. They're fired up after they get All righty, folks. We're going to take a quick break here at 888-973-5476. That's going to get you right online with your partner-in-law, 888-973-5476. We'll be right back. How do you avoid the most common mistakes in estate and elder law planning? Well, that is easy. You attend Real Retirement Wednesday night in Bothell. Hey, it's John Curley with my attorney, Rick Gregorick, host of Your Partner-in-Law. Hey, Rick, you're headed up north. John, we're excited to take our Real Retirement class to Bothell for the first time. So if you live up north or on the east side, join me and learn how to develop proper wills, trust, powers of attorney, health care directives, tax planning, senior housing, IRAs, 401ks, your investments, and how to tie it all together. It's complicated stuff that you make really easy. It's all about protecting yourself and your family. Our goal is your peace of mind. So don't put it off. Be proactive and have a plan and peace of mind. Attend Rick's class this Wednesday at 7 o'clock in Bothell. Seating is limited, so make your reservations now. Go to yourpartnerinlaw.com. That's yourpartnerinlaw.com. Register now at yourpartnerinlaw.com. Many people with near or over a million dollars in assets will mistakenly pay more in taxes in a long-term care situation than it would have cost them to set up an insurance plan to pay for the care needed. Due to recent changes in the Pension Protection Act, these new asset-based plans guarantee a tax-free benefit for long-term care and pay your estate back with interest if you never use it. But most importantly, it's about having a plan. All your children have to do is carry out your wishes, and you're not a burden on them. That's why I love the advice my wife and I got from Brian Ott and 525 Advisors. Brian's asset-based class is Friday, June 21st in Bellevue. This class is aimed at individuals and couples who have accumulated close to or more than a million dollars in assets and may be considering self-funding their long-term care costs in the future. Learn why that is not the best idea. Seating will be limited for this special asset-based class, June 21st. 
21st in Bellevue. Reserve your spot right now, 525longtermcare.com. That's 525longtermcare.com. It's just hard to interrupt this music. My goodness, sounds great. Hey, welcome back to Your Partner in Law. Uh, Just real quick before we get to our phone calls, uh, Real Retirement, June 12th. Come join us. We'd love to see you there. Small fee to help offset the cost of the event so we can offer you so many other great services. Uh, Go to yourpartnerinlaw.com, get signed up. And let's talk to, let's see, can we get here Susan in Bellevue? All righty. Good morning, Susan. Good morning. How are you today? Fine. So I'm on my way to church. Oh, well, good for oh, you. Good. What What's your question? Um, the differences between revocable and irrevocable trust. Ooh, that's a big question. Um, well, revocable <laughs> trusts are the most common trust we use as a core estate planning tool uh, called the revocable living trust. So it's done during your life. Revocable simply means. What it means, you can revoke it, amend it, modify it, change it during your lifetime, which you want to be able to do. Now, many other trusts, and there are literally hundreds of different types of trust, um, are irrevocable, and those cannot be changed um, easily, I'll put it that way. Um, or or at all. Or at some all. cannot be changed at all. And so those trusts are usually dealing with very targeted Um, features. Uh, For instance, I want my trust to own a life insurance policy. That would be an irrevocable trust, for instance. Another good example is a gift trust for children. Uh, A lot of parents will set up a gift trust to go along with a 529 plan, and you're you're funding that that as an irrevocable trust, and that's that's a gift trust as well. Right. And then... uh, Okay. And I was going to say, then, the other big thing is irrevocable trusts are taxed differently than revocable trust, generally speaking. There's accept- the trust is a complicated area of law, but if the trust is paying income taxes, it's going to pay a higher percentage because it goes through the um, tax and, brackets faster. And then the last point is most of the irrevocable trust, depending on the amount that you fund into them, are subject to your lifetime gifting uh, limit right. as well. So what, was there a reason you're asking, Susan? Well, I I think I was recommended uh, that I was recommended for me to have an irrevocable trust, hmm. and for my husband to have. You know, I, I think it. I, I don't necessarily want to talk about it on the air. Sure, but no, I, I I appreciate that immensely. Right there, you go. Also, there are all five twenty nine considered trusts. A five twenty nine plan is technically a quasi-trust. It's a it's a type a, of a trust arrangement, I think is probably the best way to Yeah, trust-type arrangement where there's a custodian in charge of the money, um, like a transfer on, uh, let's see, a uniform transfer to minor account sets up a child for that. So, um, yes, they, those, those are basically quasi-irrevocable, but, the, you know, they're, they're set up by the government, if you will, and so they have their features and what they're allowed to pay out to, and even though it that, and you can change beneficiaries and things of that nature on them. But yeah, 529s are terrific plans. And, and a trust is a very, um, it, it's a very basic concept where basically you one person gives money to another person to hold for the benefit of another. That's a trust. That's a trust arrangement. And, and in our law, there are literally hundreds of thousands to millions of types of trusts that exist. And so the, the concept of a trust is just a general concept. And then underneath that is all of these other options. Yeah. So, Susan, sounds like you might have a situation. Um, it would be quite unusual to use an irrevocable trust for core estate planning. Um, in other words, you know, we use living trust very often, you know, for most people in lieu of having a will-based plan, whereby having your um, estate established with a revocable living trust, that avoids probate. Now, revocable trusts never have any type of asset protection. Um, most irrevocable trusts have some level of asset protection, depending on how they're written. But um, they're very, you know, you wouldn't want an irrevocable trust to hold all of your personal assets right now or your home because it might, you know, make too many restrictions on it. But um, Susan, why don't you come on out to our event on uh, Wednesday or, you know, give us a call and maybe we could discuss it a little further privately uh, during the week. 
And um, sure. say what? She said yeah. Sure. Oh, okay. Great. She said sure. Okay. So yeah, if you wanted to reach us, uh, 425-284-3450. And Scott Tedder, I'd be glad to talk with you a little bit and um, make sure that um, we understand everything that's going on and uh, can give you good guidance and direction. So thank you so much for calling. We do appreciate that a great deal. And thanks for listening and tell a friend. That- a good, great show. Well, thank you so much. We really appreciate it. Um, have a good day at church and enjoy the day. It looks like it's going to be a beautiful, hot day. Hey, we had some other callers yeah, online. Eric, they, we had Eric of, out there. Eric, if you're still out there, we see you got disconnected, possibly uh, you know, it took a little too long for us to get to you. It looked like a really good question that you had. So if you're still out there and you want to chat about your question, give us a call back. You got it. Hey, you know, so uh, do join us for Real Retirement. We're going to answer so many of these types of questions and the event is designed such that you're going to have a good you know, time for everyone in the audience, uh, the, uh, the classmates, if you will, all to ask questions. And, uh, you know, as with Susan, I mean, at the, you know, certainly on the radio or at public events, you're not going to want to share your life or anything. But we can get around some generic questions and, you know, kind of get you in the ballpark such that you know the things that are important to be looking at in your estate plan such that you can start, you know, noodling over those and figuring out – you know, what are the right people in my plan? What's the right mix? What's the right contingency plans? And who's going to get my stuff? How are they going to get it? Can it be asset protected? And we're going to go on and on and on from there. So we're going to have to get ready here and take another break. They just keep coming. Very rude. And uh, we'll take your calls at 888-973-5476, 5476 and go to com and get signed up for Real Retirement. That's next Wednesday, yourpartnerinlaw.com. Click on events. We'll be right back after this short break. My dad would always say the three worst words in the English language were shoulda, coulda, and woulda. So many people with retirement right around the corner or in the middle of it have the shoulda, coulda, wouldas facing them. They're not proactive. You didn't take care of the will. You didn't take care of the trust. They didn't do what was needed to do when it came to real estate and taxes. So right now, let's avoid the shoulda, coulda, wouldas and call Rick Gregorick. Rick Gregorick is my estate planner. I sat down with Rick, explained my situation. He walked me through all the different variables, whether it was a trust or a charitable trust, real estate or taxes. It is so complicated, you've got to rely on an expert like Rick, who is so kind and knowledgeable about all of it. So be proactive. Take control of your life now. You can schedule a complimentary consultation at yourpartnerinlaw.com. You can also listen to Rick's show, Your Partner in Law, every Sunday morning at 9 on Cairo and KTTH. Your Partner in Law with Rick Gregrick, my estate planner, yourpartnerinlaw.com. Retirement. What does it mean to you? Has it changed as a result of today's economy? Are you worried about your future? Could there be stormy seas ahead? Hi, this is Rick Gregrick, founder of Gregrick & Associates. We're a dedicated team of legal and tax professionals that can help you navigate your course for a secure future. Whether you're just thinking about your retirement or you're well into your retirement years, whether you're single, married, or involved in a domestic partnership, we can help you create your necessary legal and tax planning. I am so glad I found one firm that can help me with all my legal and tax needs. Call today for your free consultation. 425-284-3450. That's 425-284-3450. You can also sign up for a partner-in-law event. Just go to yourpartnerinlaw.com and find the elder law or estate planning course that's best for you. You can register for both events by going to yourpartnerinlaw.com. Yourpartnerinlaw.com. How do you avoid the most common mistakes in estate and elder law planning? Well, that is easy. You attend Real Retirement Wednesday night in Bothell. Hey, it's John Curley with my attorney, Rick Gregorick, host of Your Partner in Law. Hey, Rick, you're headed up north. John, we're excited to take our Real Retirement class to Bothell for the first time. So if you live up north or on the east side, join me and learn how to develop proper wills, trust, powers of attorney, health care directives, tax planning, senior housing, IRAs, 401ks, your investments, and how to tie it all together. It's complicated stuff that you make really easy. It's all about protecting yourself and your family. 
Our goal is your peace of mind. So don't put it off. Be proactive and have a plan and peace of mind. Attend Rick's class this Wednesday at 7 o'clock in Bothell. Seating is limited, so make your reservations now. Go to yourpartnerinlaw.com. That's yourpartnerinlaw.com. Register now at yourpartnerinlaw.com. Now back to Your Partner in Law with Rick Gregorick on Cairo Radio 97.3 FM and AM 770 KTTH. All righty, and welcome back to Your Partner in Law. I'm attorney Rick Gregorick from the law firm of Gregorick & Associates. Find us so easy at rjglegal.com or through yourpartnerinlaw.com. Hey, let's talk to Ralph down there in Tacoma. Good morning, Ralph. Good morning. How are you guys today? I am doing great. You're one of the elders calling the show, I understand. <laughs> um, hopefully, uh, one of those days, if, uh, if God gives me the life, uh, yes. So, so, so Greg's... Yeah, so I'm 32 years old. Go ahead. Yeah, I'm 32 years old. Um, yeah, so I'm 32 years old. And um, so currently what I do is I put 20% away of my monthly income into savings. Uh, I do have a 401k that I uh, fully match with my employer. And I uh, started doing some stocks and mutual funds, but I don't know much about them. Um, and so I just want to make sure I'm taking the right steps so when I do reach that age, um, I'm not even quite sure if this stigma is true, if, 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 if the people in my age bracket, when we hit the retirement age, if Social Security is going to be there or not. So I just want to make sure I'm taking the right steps that when I do hit that age, hopefully that I have enough to live off of. I would say you are and you aren't taking the right steps. The right steps you are taking is you're investing. But you mentioned you're not sure exactly you know, what, what you should be investing in. And that's where you know sitting down with a qualified financial advisor and going through all of your investments, what your, your risk is, what your reward like levels are, um, your age, all of these things go in, and, and it's really, really helpful to sit down and talk with a, a financial advisor. Maxing out 401k, that is for sure a recommendation. I think that's a universal recommendation right there. Oh, sure. Well, you never want to leave money on the table. Ralph, I think you're doing a great job. If you're able to match your 401k, plus, and then that's plus 20%, is that what you're... Correct, yes. Well, that's awesome, and yep. so... You know, obviously what we want to look at now is saying that 20% that you're putting away, how do you best put that to work for you? Where do you have your money right now? Um, so right now it's it's just in a savings account. And okay. So there's not much being earned, earned in that. No, no not there's much. not. So, well, I'm going to give you some really quick, easy advice, you know, and you can check this out. But one of the easiest things to do when you're first getting started, at least get in the game. And I think Vanguard is a phenomenal place to get in the game. And they have a real easy strategy on there for folks of all ages. They're kind of lifestyle accounts. And what you do is you go through and you find the fund for a person your age. And that will get you kind of a balance going on and get you started in the market. And then, you know, once you get a certain amount of money, you know, saved up, um, maybe a hundred grand or more, then we can start, you know, then you maybe want to then sit down with a financial advisor. But um, one of the things I would tell you, are you single, Ralph, or married? I'm single. You're single. Any children? Uh, no children. None that you know of. Okay, that's, the, that's <laughs> usually the answer. None that I know of. <laughs> Anyhow, um, what I would suggest, Ralph, since you're kind of looking at this and figuring out what to do is... Uh, you know, if, um, uh, you're in Tacoma, so Bothell's probably not a great idea. Probably, you know, we do offer free consultations. I'd love to sit and meet with you a little bit. I always love meeting younger folks that are willing to kind of start thinking about their future because your future is much closer at hand than you think. <laughs> that's, that's coming from a guy who uh, was 32 years old not too many years ago, and I just had to sign up for Medicare this year. So it goes by really, really quick, uh, Ralph. And um, But getting okay. started early is, I mean, really a great answer. I mean, I, I wish as a real young man that I would have known to even save a quarter. percent That's really good. That's, that's impressive. And I'm, but I'm save, you got to get it out of your savings account. That's yeah, so let's get that money working for you. Let's get you a basic estate plan, some wills, powers of attorney if something happens to you. Um, and that's and Ralph, you know, you're thinking about investing and you're thinking about the future. You know, right now you're you're single, not married. Who's your decision maker? You don't have to answer that question, but that's an important thing because 
if you do become disabled, that can be a very expensive process if you don't have somebody designated. So we definitely look at a comprehensive estate plan to make sure that those types of documents are in place is an investment in your future as well. You bet. Hey, Ralph, uh, thanks so much for listening to your partner-in-law. Please tell all your younger friends, and I guess you might be considered a millennial. Is that right? You're one of the... Exactly. You're exactly. right in the middle there. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So that's one of the challenges is because um, I, I'm not there yet financially, and so um, it's really hard for a financial investor to sit down and help me out because, like, like you mentioned, I don't have like that, the hundred the $100,000 right. yeah. up in front, and so um, that's one of the challenges is to find somebody to guide me to make sure I'm in the, doing the right things. So when I do retire, there's there's enough there. Um, or I'm, I'm planning, well-planned, that if something does happen, like a life-changing event, like, like like you mentioned, like a disability, or even a marriage or kids, I am prepared for that. So, But, yeah, I would love to uh, sit down and talk to you guys. Well, th- yes, um, Ralph, sure uh, just shoot us, uh, give us a call Monday, uh, and uh, we're at uh, area code 425-284-3450. And uh, you can always find us. Yep, and you can find us at rjglegal.com as well. And I I think you're on the road to success, my friend. All right, thank you, guys. Have a great day, Ralph. Thanks so much for calling. Hey, folks. uh, Boy, if that's not encouragement, look at that. We got a millennial. All right, that is awesome. I mean, and I, you know, the the group by and large has been said they're not saving enough. You know, as a group, they're not saving enough. A lot of statistics out there, a lot of articles that you'll see out there that they're not saving enough. They're not investing in real estate. They're renters. Um, You know, they're, they're, they're just, they're spending their money on, you know, goods and services and not really saving. And very expensive apartments, five, $6,000 about the apartment. And and there is a long-term consequence. And I have a feeling, you know, there's probably a lot like Ralph out there. They're at 32 you know, 32, 35, they're going to start realizing, whoa, 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 I need to start savings for yeah, my I'm not retirement. Yeah, I'm not 20 anymore. And it's, you know, I know I started, you know, mid-20s, I was I was starting to focus on it and starting to, you know, put my money in my 401k, even though I think when I started out, I think it was like 4%. And the reason was is because it was an employee match. And I was told that's, you know, at the, at the least put in your employer's match because the tax bill. Hey, folks, we're going to be right back after this quick break. And, um, well, that's it. We'll be right back. Hang in there. Sometimes big events in your life all of a sudden cause you to wake up and realize you should start planning for the future. I lost my dad a little over a year ago to cancer, and I remember thinking to myself, I should probably have a will or trust. So I called Rick Gregorick. Now, the reason I called Rick Gregorick is because I've been listening to him on Cairo Radio on Sunday mornings, and the guy is an absolute expert. I sat down with him. I explained my situation. He walked me through all the different variables, whether it was a trust or charitable trust, real estate, taxes. It was so complicated. I was so glad I had Rick right there to walk me through the whole process. So be proactive. Take control of your life right now. Go meet with Rick Gregorick and schedule a compliment consultation at yourpartnerinlaw.com. You can also listen to Rick's show like I do, Your Partner in Law, every Sunday morning at 9 on Cairo and KTTH. Schedule a meeting with my estate planner, Rick Gregorick, at yourpartnerinlaw.com. That's yourpartnerinlaw.com. One of the biggest mistakes you can make heading into retirement is not planning for the high cost of an extended health care situation. A lot of people assume they have enough money saved only to watch everything they've worked hard for get whittled down to nothing from the ongoing costs of a long-term care situation. Don't make this mistake. By putting a long-term care plan in place, you guarantee yourself a source of funds to pay for care when needed, and you also know you won't become a burden on your family. Do what my wife and I did. Go learn all about the new long-term care plans offered by 525 Advisors. These new plans protect your savings, protect your family, and pay your estate back if you never use them. Learn more by attending one of the upcoming classes taught by Brian Ott, who's the host of Long-Term Care Radio right here on Cairo. There are classes coming up this month, Saturday the 15th and Friday the 21st. Seating's limited, so sign up today at 525longtermcare.com. Classes are free. You'll get a free copy of Brian's book, too. Go to 525longtermcare.com. How do you avoid the most common mistakes in estate and elder law planning? Well, that is easy. You attend Real Retirement Wednesday night in Bothell. Hey, it's John Curley with my attorney, Rick Gregorick, host of Your Partner-in-Law. Hey, Rick, you're headed up north. John, we're excited to take our Real Retirement class to Bothell for the first time. 
So if you live up north or on the east side, join me and learn how to develop proper wills, trust, powers of attorney, health care directives, tax planning, senior housing, IRAs, 401ks, your investments, and how to tie it all together. It's complicated stuff that you make really easy. It's all about protecting yourself and your family. Our goal is your peace of mind. So don't put it off. Be proactive and have a plan and peace of mind. Attend Rick's class this Wednesday at 7 o'clock in Bothell. Seating is limited, so make your reservations now. Go to yourpartnerinlaw.com. That's yourpartnerinlaw.com. Register now at yourpartnerinlaw.com. We return to Your Partner in Law on Seattle's Cairo Radio 97.3 FM and AM 770 KTTH with your host, Rick Gregorick. Hey, welcome back to Your Partner in Law. I'm attorney Rick Gregorick, and I'm in the studio this morning chatting with you and chatting with Scott Ralston from the office. Uh, Scott takes care of uh, most of our litigation matters, and um, many, many, many of those litigation matters evolve around estate planning. And by that, we are talking about contested probates, guardianships, trust um, lawsuits, um, beneficiary disputes against this. I mean... Uh, but there's a bunch. It, it, keeps, you know, you, keeps you kind of busy. In fact, you're so going to work we, today. We talk and we talk and we talk and we talk and we talk about how important it is to put your estate planning in place. And the the failures uh, in estate planning or the result of failing to do your estate planning, I think is probably the better way to say it, is the likelihood of litigation. Whether it's a guardianship, whether it's a, a, and even a friendly guardianship, one where you know you 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 recognize that you need help, you need someone, but you don't you know have necessarily the ability to do estate planning. If you're you're beyond that point, you've got to you know get a friendly guardianship. It's far more expensive than just. Paying for an estate. Oh yeah, I mean a, a, a non-contestant guardianship is still going to cost probably still, at least two to three times oh, what your estate plan. Two cost. to three times the cost of an estate plan, and then you get into contested guardianships, and you're talking about extremely expensive well, tens of thousands of dollars and, generally. And then you know, and then trust and estate disputes. Let's say you're in a blended family. Oh, those are you know excellent for me. Those are great for business. These are very very expensive uh, litigation. It, you know, it, the the disputes are. Emotional, they're costly. They're, they're the the consequences and are are not what people want. Now, folks, let me put a peek under the tent. When we're talking about in our firm, and Scott handles all these cases, it's generally or rarely, you know, rarely is it for clients that we've done planning for. Most of these are coming in. You know, most cases like that come in where people haven't done Correct. proper planning or their planning is so old. I mean, folks, if your plan's thirty or forty years old, it's 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 doomed in most cases. It's just doomed, and this doesn't make sense. I mean, if you had a forty-year-old car that'd been sitting in the garage under a tarp for all that time, the chances of you going in there and firing it up and taking it out for a Sunday ride aren't so good. Probably going to need a review, a little bit of a tune-up, some fresh. You know, and, lubricants and oils and gas. <laughs> yeah, I mean, so the the old estate plan is is definitely one that I get a lot of that I end up having to do litigation on. The others are poorly done estate plans, whether they're self-help estate plans, some, you know, off-the-internet estate plan that's done by somebody that is not what they needed. Well, Scott, that's my famous law of unintended consequence. Right. You know, we we think we're doing the right thing. We go to this ubiquitous internet, which we've been lulled into believing is the, you know, keeper of all knowledge, which perhaps it is, but you have to make sure you're getting the right knowledge out of it. But it's, folks, it's very hard. I'm going to tell you, it's very hard for you as a layperson to do your own estate plan. It's very hard. And the likelihood of you doing it right is not very high. Um, the other situation that leads to lots and lots of litigation, let's say that you do do it right, okay? The problem is is you put the wrong people in charge. That's another issue. Uh, if you have high conflict among siblings, you have high conflict among, you know, second spouse and your children, uh, you know, high conflict among uh, stepchildren. Uh, I mean, all of these things lead to potential litigation. You can have a plan in place, but putting the wrong people in charge 
oftentimes will lead to litigation. Well, the wrong people in charge, putting in wrong terms and conditions, or throwing in legal jargon that you may or may not truly understand what that legal jargon really means has oftentimes been, you know, the case of discontent and things like that. So, you know, old plans, they just need to get tuned up, um, converted. I mean, many people, you know, when they're younger, have a will-based plan. As they acquire more assets, sometimes they tend to go to a trust-based plan. Um, some people have trust-based plans, and because of circumstances in life, uh, generally uh, dwindling assets and things of that nature, oh, oh, and if government yep. assistance is needed, mm-hmm. we might convert you back from a trust back to a will-based plan. It sounds backwards, but we've got to look at each situation individually. And these are the kinds of differences in some regards. We talk about the difference between estate planning and elder law. Um, we use similar, you know, similar name documents, as I said earlier in the show, wills, trust, powers, attorney. But what they say, how they operate, what they work on, those are going to be the different things. And some of them are rather subtle um, with profound differences in the outcome. So we want to uh, share a lot of that with you and uh, – help you be prepared to make wise decisions in your plan. And that's why we do our classes periodically here. And so we've got uh, our next class next Wednesday. That's this Wednesday, June 12th, Real Retirement. It's up in Bothell. Haven't been up in Bothell for a while. Lived there for about a decade. Uh, Been away for about a decade, but um, it's close by. I think we're sister cities to Kirkland here. So uh, hope to see lots of you folks out there from uh, probably the Linwood area and Edmonds and Everett and all the folks from – you know, kind of that north end of King County Shoreline. and, and so, south of Snohomish County. So uh, we really enjoy meeting all of you. So get signed up for that today. Um, I think we got about a dozen tickets left at last look. So uh, go grab yours at uh, yourpartnerinlaw.com. Click on events and uh, get you all set up. And then hopefully you all have some great plans out there. It's going to get hot this next coming week. And since I'm always out there in the water, I know how cold it is. So folks... Uh, if you're out there on the water or near the water, keep an eye on your youngins and your pets and things yeah, of that this nature. Is, this is the time cold. of year. This is the time of year. I mean, it's it, the air is nice and warm, but every single year. Well, we see the river rafting. It happens and all these, the time. These rivers are ice cold, folks. I mean, they are freezing cold. This is It's snow. <laughs> it's melted. It's ice. It's very cold. The Puget Sound is very cold. Lake Washington, Lake Sammamish, they're all very cold right now, and hypothermia sets in very quickly. So do be careful, and uh, then I put a plea out to all you boaters out there, um, keep the alcohol in check, <laughs> So, especially if you're the it's captain awesome. of the ship. And so it's the law. It is, in fact, the law. So we want to um, have a little safety and some fun out there, but um, don't uh, interject uh, danger where it doesn't belong. So uh, be safe out there and have a great time. Uh, I think next week's supposed to be a really good weather, sounds like. So, so folks... Uh, yourpartnerinlaw.com. Go there for uh, all of the updated information on our events and get scheduled for Real Retirement. That's coming up now, June 12th, yourpartnerinlaw.com, and we'll get it all taken care of. Scott, thanks for coming in this morning, and uh, we're going to go battle the Seattle streets now to see if we can get back over to Elliott Bay Marina um, with get through the marathon here. So uh, it'll be my marathon drive to get through the marathon run. So for all the marathon runners, go get it. Thanks for your service and thanks for what you're committed to. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to Your Partner in Law with Rick Gregorick. Event info, newsletters, and Your Partner in Law podcast can all be found at yourpartnerinlaw.com. To schedule an appointment with Rick Gregorick, call 425-284-3450. That's 425-284-3450. For more information on the show or to sign up for a free partner-in-law event, visit yourpartnerinlaw.com. Tune in next Sunday morning at 9 to Your Partner-in-Law with your host, Rick Gregorick. Simulcast on Cairo Radio 97.3 FM and AM 770 KTTH.